0: That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal.
1: Hey everyone and welcome to Overheard Bar. I'm your host Morky and as always I am joined by my co-hosts Will Sakis and Brando. How's everybody doing tonight?
0: Fantastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a Brandon. That good, eh? I mean, I don't know if it's
1: supposed to smell like that, but... Does
0: alcohol it, ferment?
1: I, doesn't alcohol already fermented? Yeah,
0: yeah but, but I feel like his alcohol already fermented and is fermented again. From the date it was bottled.
1: It's gone from a single hop
2: to a double hop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start off with our sidebar, as always. And today we have Founders uh, Mosaic Promise, single hop ale. Um, And so the little backstory here is Brandon couldn't find it and finally found it and it's two years old. So um, his is a little different. Uh, And he might die later. But if he dies he died doing what he loved talking to me
3: (laughs) (laughs) not even podcasting or the other two just talking to you specifically
1: talking to me so with that being said uh sakis did you like to start
3: yeah um i can see why our friend alex really likes this beer you said it's one of his favorites right before we started it is yeah yeah no i i 100 agree um I I like it's smooth um, A little bit of hop Not too much of a bite Which is good It kind of reminds me More of an ale Well it doesn't It is an it, ale It is an ale Yeah As I'm Bing, looking Ding at the ding, can. ding 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 We have a winner
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> So all around Solid beer um, I'd give it a 3.5 Okay
1: Okay Oh well Would you like to go next
0: um, so I'm pretty much on the same. Uh, it has an IBU of, I believe when I looked it up, it was 50. Uh, it tastes hoppy, but it's not like an IPA hoppy. It doesn't, like, hurt and ruin the beer. Um, I think it's a good mix between an ale and an IPA. Uh, but I, it's crisp. I like it. I give it a 3, 2, 5.
1: Uh, Brando, would you like to go with your um, <laughs> less than stellar? Well, you know, I I was...
2: Afraid. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was afraid to drink this beer. Um, Now, I have probably drank beers that were two years old before and they were probably uh, less craftedly brewed alcohols, like Natty. Um, But honestly, I'm actually very surprised. I like this a lot. Uh, If it tastes how it's supposed to taste, that is, which I think it does um, despite the age, it's good. Uh, I'm not quite Sure, I'm guessing it's the mosaicness I'm tasting. Um, that like unique kind of that hoppy. It's not like it's not hoppy like an IPA quite as much, but it has that. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know.
0: Honestly, like, you don't consider good. it a mix between an ale and an IPA.
3: Yeah, it, I, I also don't like, know what reminds me of an ale. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
2: yeah, it's good. I, I'll go. I'll go. Two seven five though.
1: Ooh, low.
2: Well, I didn't. I didn't want to go high threes.
1: Okay. Um, I I really like this. Um, I wasn't sure if it's a, upon first sip the first time I had it, um, but it's very smooth and it's something that you can put down a few of, which is it's almost dangerous because you can put down a few and then be like, oh wow that. That wasn't that was an issue. Uh, <laughs> I should have ridden that bird home. Right? Yeah, mm. I should have ridden that bird home. Um, Do, rode DUI on home. a scooter. Absolutely, oh, sure. you can if you can get it on a bicycle, you
0: can for sure get it on a. Motor, on an electric scooter, scooter absolutely. That's get it on a
2: riding mower.
1: Yeah, you can. Uh,
0: Jenna watched that happen. By the way, she watched a guy get a DUI on a riding a mower. Yeah, right in front of her house.
1: <laughs> That's the.
3: How do you explain that to people?
0: I was just I don't know. alone, sir.
3: Like, you're in your own yard, and the cop pulls you over?
0: No, he was on the street.
1: Oh, oh well, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. But, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and give this a, a 3.5 as well. Actually, nay, 3.75. Oh.
3: <laughs> so, so, overall, that gives us a 3.31. Do we want to round up to we should round down three We should 2. round 5.
1: down yeah yeah three
3: point two five it is
1: all right, so let's get into our main topic uh guys when you were in first or second grade you're you're on a field trip where'd you go um, <laughs> yeah I mean yeah, that's, a, the
2: zoo, that's a correct answer the there's other correct answers too but
1: that, that's a correct i remember one. going to the, the zoos distinctly in first grade i don't know why i don't know if that's an all first grade thing um uh, like eighth grade like you just go to dc doesn't matter what school you go to you go to dc uh we went to the zoo in first grade i, I, went, I went to the zoo fall, a few times contact. did you
3: Yeah, I went to the Akron Zoo, I think, in first grade, and then I went to the Cleveland Zoo, I think, third grade or fourth grade.
2: I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't think I ever went to a zoo for real. Well, I mean, like obviously, I've been to a zoo a few, quite a few times, but I don't think as a course of school I've ever gone.
3: Well, is there one in like your area at all, or no? Is it close to one? Pittsburgh,
2: Pittsburgh Zoo, Pittsburgh Cleveland. I mean I've I've been to both of those.
1: Is there a Youngstown zoo?
2: Yeah, it's called the North Side.
1: <laughs> I don't understand
2: that joke. Yeah, you don't. That's that's more for just me and Will. But <laughs> <Okay>. you
0: know <laughs> and then I else. You. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so anyways, we're talking about zoos today. Um and zoos over the past, let's call it what, two decades have become a little bit more controversial. Um ever. I mean, they've been around for thousands of years, and now thousands? there's a lot of thousands. thousands. So the first zoo um, was curated by Shul- Shulgi, the ruler of Ur, uh, which is used to be in the it's now southeast Iraq, um, and had it was a private collection of animals in 000, 2400 BC. So that was a private collection, uh, but the first public zoo was in 1500 B.C. in Egypt, so thousands of years. Okay, fair enough. I did not know that. Um, but like I said, over the past couple of decades, decades, have become a lot more, uh, more of a hot-button issue, which I think we'll tap into later. Can you imagine
0: uh, way back when, like right now if you go to a zoo, you go to like – you see – a million different types, types of monkeys. Can you imagine back at like 1500 BC and you saw all those monkeys and it just said monkey? <laughs>
3: <laughs> all monkeys are the same.
0: All monkeys are the same.
1: So the the one in Egypt was just um, animals from around Africa. So okay. lions and tigers. So and, like karambes. Bears. Bears am I? Yeah, harambes and elephants and um, can we start that Harambe's or a subspecies? Har- harambes. Uh yeah, so just a bunch of different animals. And I I imagine these these were uh, they're they're probably like like you go to an art festival. And there's, like, six boots. And you walk around and like, okay, well, that was fun. I imagine that's what zoos were back then. Like, wow, that's an animal I've never seen before. That one animal I've never seen before. <laughs> do you think oh, that be...
0: animal attacked me last week.
3: Yeah. I think you'd be able to, like, go go up and, like, play with them most likely.
1: I have no idea.
0: Would uh, um, you just you can play with an animal in the zoo now?
3: I probably wouldn't. No, but thousands of years ago. I'm sure it was, like, a little lot looser.
0: Yeah, it's probably uh, yeah, true. Yeah, but I think animals still killed then, so I but, can't imagine you'd want to go do that.
1: But also, these zoos were created by the, the rich to show their power, so uh, – and there are a lot of private collections. So I, I imagine they were still caged because you don't want your collection to run away Yeah, or well, someone like to you, steal it. Yeah.
0: I have two elephants. How many elephants do you have? Basically, that's what it
1: was, and they they were called. Um, I'm to butcher what it how it's actually pronounced, but spelled M E N A G E R I E. Menageries. Yes. Um, Haberdasheries. Haberdash. <laughs> the so mena they were called menageries, and like I said, they are just curated by the the wealthy to just be like, look at all this shit I got. Top it. Top, top the fact that I have a I have a fucking elephant. I
3: mean, I'll, I'll top you one better and give you a spotted horse with a neck twice the size.
2: Now, but I wonder if any of those old uh, menageries were like how they do zoos now, and were like borderline completely hypothetical. Because anytime I go to a zoo lately, you walk in and you go up to see the leopards, and they're like. You're like, where's the leopards? And there's no fucking leopards there. And the zoo guys like, oh, they're just like inside right now.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I, I when are they that... going to be outside? <laughs> I don't. Uh, think... whatever, and, you, know, to, you know.
0: To that leopard's defense, we typically go during the hottest months of the year, during the hottest time of that day. And leopards are like, hey man, it's hot. I've already put on a show previous. You should have been here then
1: so when i was living in lincoln park there was a zoo like lincoln park zoo's free and it was a block from my apartment um and the first time i went i saw an animal like that they're all they're all not there
3: what do you expect and, for a free zoo well
1: well that's right but like they like the, it's it's a good size for a free zoo really good size and so i'm like walking around just kind of killing time and one animal was out and so i'm like kind of pissed off about it um and then i went back a few weeks later and i mean they everything was on display it was it was a little bit cooler then so they were out about like i mean it, the, for for being a free zoo it is excellent that's good i never knew it was free mm-hmm. it's Pretty nice people like like run it. through it and stuff because it's like it's a really nice area like it's not super crowded either
0: Huh. I don't know. I think uh, going to a zoo once every about ten years, you probably satisfy your need to go to a zoo.
3: I honestly I... like going to the zoo quite a bit. I'd I'd Plus, go maybe once every two years.
0: I had a freaking blast in yeah. San Diego. I, we spent six hours in that zoo.
1: But the San Diego Zoo is like one of the best zoos in the world. It's the best I, one I, in San the Diego's
0: country. The best zoo. What? i think it is the best zoo
1: there's one in germany that i think is supposed to be better um but i think when i think it's kind of subjective too probably so yeah yeah san diego is definitely like the nicest in the country and like top tier in the world
0: so like you know like you were saying you had a hard time finding animals uh this weekend when we went I didn't not see any of the animals. There was like maybe like one frog in the amphibian exhibit that I couldn't find in under all the leaves. But that was pretty much it.
3: <clears throat> we were you literally like looking at every inch of the glass to try to find this frog?
0: Yeah, Jen and I were in a competition. First one to find the frog won, and
3: no the other one of just we
0: just gave up and let the frog have that one. W. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
2: I've ever had a crazy great time at a zoo. I. I think I agree with you. Like, it's like, oh, okay, cool animals, but also kind of sad. It is.
0: Uh, I had a crazy good time the first hour and a half I was there, and then I saw all the monkeys, and then the rest of them were like, oh, man, that's kind of sad. But, but the I will, monkeys, they're having a good time.
2: I will say, I, I do usually always enjoy the gorillas.
1: Yeah. I think the primates in general, to me, are always pretty interesting because they're just swinging around. Because I I think it's
3: the easiest animal to give, I guess, um, activities to. Like, they can throw a couple things in there, and primates have a good time with it. Yeah. Or enrichment is what they like to call it. They like to use that word as enrichment. But other things, like, I don't know, a bear might be a little more difficult to...
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't. We don't talk bad about bears around here.
3: I'm not I, talking bad about bears. I'm talking Gina bad about
2: Jews. a bear advocate. I love bears. Bears Acting Human is one of the best Twitter accounts that has ever existed in the history
1: of history. Wait, that's a how Twitter many, account. How many
0: schools of thought on bears are there?
1: Oh, well, there's essentially well, basically two, schools. two schools of thought. <laughs> Funny, John was the only one not to mention that. I, <laughs> it's I like think he's missing three. out on something. in. <laughs> I don't I'm like looking back on that quote, I don't think he ever gives what examples are are the two schools of thought, but Yeah, he doesn't because Jim jumps in. Right. But if if polar bears are not part of those two schools of thought, he's wrong because polar bears are fucking awesome. Yeah, they are.
0: To me there's three schools of thought. There's grizzly bears, polar bears, and then the other bears.
2: <laughs> Kodiak bears, which are bigger than grizzly bears. Yeah. I don't yeah, You can shake your head no, but that's just a fact.
3: Kodiak. I'm not
0: saying it's not a fact. I'm saying grizzly bears affect us more.
1: Yeah, I think Kodiak are the <laughs> there's most nothing, bears. Though. Nothing bear-wise affects me in Cleveland. We don't We don't have bears. Well, I just only... saw a
0: bunch of bears in San Diego, so it affects me directly. For at he least saw bears at
1: day. the zoo.
0: For at least one more day, it affects me.
2: There's only three types of bears, actually. There's the Chicago bears the memphis grizzlies and the ucla bruins yeah (laughs) that
0: was a a good one
2: (laughs) but so here's the funny part about like when you go and see like any of the bigger animals so you you know say you go and like to go to the bears or you go and like to the gorillas especially when the gorillas get really aggressive and decide they want to wrestle each other then you have some idiotic woman who has, like, that soccer mom haircut in the back of the crowd going, oh, my God,
0: someone jump in and
2: stop them. Like, you want the zoologist to jump in between the two silverbacks and say, hey, guys, let's talk this out. There's not many of you left. We don't want someone to get hurt.
1: (laughs) Well, that's that's basically just what happened to Harambe. I mean, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that mom went overboard, and that kid was like, I'll stop him, and R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Our sweet prince. Sweet prince. So sad. Uh, that's also not at all what happened, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I choose to believe. I
1: choose to believe that story. That's... So uh, the oldest zoo that's still in uh in use today is in Vienna, Austria. It's founded in seventeen fifty two. Um seventeen Seventeen. 17... <laughs>
0: Old-ass
2: zoo. Yes. To give that perspective, that zoo is older than
1: America. Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) No, nothing's older than America. History History starts live before 1776. Time (laughs) started.
1: Everything else before that was made up.
3: So, is... I mean, that's pretty impressive going, what, 200 and... I don't almost
1: even want to do the math right now. Almost 300 years. Yeah. It's somewhere close, between two and three years. We're closer to 300 years than we are... To two. <laughs> round up! 300 yeah.
3: three years. 300 years the zoo's been around.
0: Yeah.
1: That's how time works. Yes.
0: Always round up.
1: So, um, well, you talked about just recently being at the zoo. Um what was your favorite part of the zoo
0: the monkeys Um, Jenna had asked me she goes well so what's your favorite animal at the zoo and I honestly I I like the monkeys just because they're fun but uh, I think any animal that's active is what I like I don't really have a true preference but if it's out there doing things like the baboons were by far the best they were having fun with each other they were fighting with each other and that was fun to watch the grizzly bear was cool, and the panda was cool. But they just kind of sat there minding their business eating.
1: Yeah. That, what's what's your favorite part of zoos? Um, I kind
3: of like when you're able to interact with some of the animals that they might have. Like in the Cleveland Zoo, you were able to feed the giraffes. And I think, I, I might be wrong on this, but you at one point in time you were able to do the elephants as well. But I could be wrong on that one. I do remember feeding giraffes. Um, there's no sorry. That's the MGM Grand Hotel that I got to pet a lion at. I don't know. I like when it's money bags. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah.
0: you, you knew. Sorry, you I knew thought that. it was a zoo
3: for a second. You
0: just made sure to put that in there. No,
3: I thought He's it was a zoo for
2: a He's second. He's trip dropping out here. He's not even name dropping. He's just trip dropping. Yeah, it was at the MGM. Hotel
3: dropping. Yeah, yeah. I didn't stay there. I just walked through it. You're able to pet a lion. It was kind of cool. Oh, that lion's got to be so drugged up. Oh, it was, it was like a baby lion, and you're just like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I like when you're able to interact with the animals that they have instead of just looking at them. Like, so yeah. you get to pet stingrays and that like, that kind of stuff, so.
1: I um, The guy I used to work with lived in Afghanistan for a little bit, and he was telling me that there's this zoo there that you can, like, go – um, into the lion's cage, and he, he has a picture of him laying next to the lion. And so I asked him about it. And he goes, "Oh yeah, that that was high as a kite. <laughs> he had no idea what was going on."
3: I wonder what they drug him with to just like look calm enough to go in. I have no idea. But that's also extremely sad.
1: Yeah, it's it's terrible. Oh, uh, which I think we can get to in just a moment before you know. I want to see what Brandon's. Uh... Favorite part of
2: the zoo is. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something else after that. Just to tag off what you just said, though, I, could you imagine being the dude who has to drug the lion? <laughs> and, someone's like, and someone's like, well, being the dude that drugs the lion is it, enough, but then it's like, hey, dude, did you, did you remember to drug the lion this morning? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like 90% sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> and because you don't and want double You hear like, <laughs>
1: You're, oh, yeah, thing. I did. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, I'm like seventy percent sure I did.
1: <laughs> it's like the the uh, the scene in uh, Hangover where they like give the the do- the the tiger a roofie in a steak. <laughs> like that's how I yeah. imagine they have to do it.
2: Um, uh, but anyways, oh, my favorite part of a zoo. Uh, I, I did mention the gorillas already. I think they're some of the most exciting and like because they're always usually active you know they're huge gigantic creatures um if I had to pick something else I'd probably go with a bear probably polar bear because polar bears are awesome but they're also bloodthirsty hunting machines um yeah, but it makes them even cooler uh, I mean definitely you know uh not, not no love for any reptiles or anything out here though
3: I am a big fan of penguins penguins
1: oh you stole ugly. mine Sorry. I was gonna not say reptiles. penguins um Sorry. so I, I, so the primates are always really fun to watch, but the penguins are very entertaining because they're just sliding around. And typically, their tank you can like you can see the water level, so you can see them in the water and how they're like maneuvering around it. And it's always they're like they always have a slide; they like slide down the ice and then just like zip into the water, and it's really really cool to see yep. Those the are other ones. Damn it, John! I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> I'm fucking Marcus over every time. The
3: otters are really cool, though. Yeah.
1: So, yep. the otters, uh, I was at the Niagara Falls Zoo a couple years ago, and they had this big cylinder tank that went from the ceiling to the floor, obviously, and then the otters, um, they, like on the ceiling had like there you could like go up to the second floor and that was like their area but this big tube on the on the first floor and you just see him dive into the tube do some cool shit and then zip back up and it was it was always like really cool to watch i found myself getting jealous of otters because i just like liked the way that they were able to maneuver through the water so um i guess that's it so john if you have anything else now uh-huh. No, go those on.
3: are the other, only two that popped into my head that just seemed to take out.
1: So I have, Brontosaurus I have
3: two. Those are pretty cool, you
2: know, in that one park.
0: I have uh, two good <laughs> stories about the zoo, speaking of all these animals. with the When we were at the zoo, we were at the penguin exhibit, and there's this guy. He's about, or I'd say he's probably our age. He's up there. His face is like pretty much pressed against the glass, both hands on the glass. And all I hear him go is, that's right, little bird. Don't give up your dream of flying. As he dove, as the one penguin dove in the water and started swimming. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. <laughs> um, gorilla! The gorilla comes up to the window, has something to eat in his hand, sits there, looks at everyone, just kind of you see him looking around, and then he just turns around and starts eating it the other facing the other way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Have you guys seen so, that video of the guy? just showing pictures of gorillas to the other gorilla, and he's just, like, swiping it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like, you don't like this one? The gorilla's like, nah, next. He goes, right, Swipes it over.
2: I love when they do magic tricks for him, and they, like, freak out. Have you seen those (laughs) ones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for, like, a chimp, and the chimp's like, what the
0: fuck just (laughs) happened?
1: (laughs) There was a... There's a place in Greensboro. It's like it's kind of like more of an adventure park, and part of it they have like a small zoo, and they have these tigers. And if you go under, you can like pop up. It's a glass dome. You can like pop up in the tiger enclosure, and it, it is mortifying because yeah. even though you like that glass is there to like to save you, you're like face to face with the tiger if it comes at you. <laughs>
3: Yeah, nothing to do. Have you... I think this is at the Pittsburgh Zoo that I watched it, but when you go during feeding time, they'll, like, drop it somewhere, and then they'll let the tiger loose at the exact opposite end, and it has to, like, hunt for it, like, every time. Mm-hmm. So they always try to move it to different places, and if you get there right at the perfect time, you can watch it happen. It's It's pretty cool. And they're like, all right, and we go. And then you just stand above, and you watch him, like, search through the entire thing, and then he just pulls out this, like leg of a lamb that they hid somewhere that's <laughs> like, pretty All
0: right. cool that's like the only thing that the tiger ever feels is real yeah in his entire yeah. life that's the only that's the closest thing to real hit ever gets
1: there's a there's a place in florida um and i don't know what it's called but they it's a big alligator farm basically and they had they, we were on a tour of it, and the guy had a can full of stakes in his hand, and he was just like throwing them. It's like a twenty foot drop into like the gator pit, but he's just like throwing these stakes over the wall, and you can watch the, the the gators like climbing on top of each other, like because there's probably thirty to forty t- gators in in this enclosure, and they're just like chomping each other up, like like biting arms and everything, and like just trying to get to the stake, and it it was super entertaining also back to the other part kind of sad <laughs>
3: <laughs> very sad so marcus do you want to talk about why i guess we all were like yeah it's pretty cool but also very sad when you start walking through it yeah
1: yeah so um you know, but first and foremost it's sad because when the zoos were just obviously just starting and and even until fairly recently, zoos would go and, and capture wild animals um, that that remember obviously the, the wild and bringing them in close to an enclosure um, where they didn't have the the ability to hunt or to roam or um, be you know a natural animal, um, which is why a lot of of animal activists oppose zoos. Uh, lions and tigers have about uh, 18,000 times less space to roam than they're used to. So when you go cap- capture a lion or a tiger that remembers the wild, it's like you're, you're, you're putting it in a, in a box. Like instead of it's as like a 500-square-foot thing, picture yourself in a cardboard box, and that's your world just that small box and that's how they feel um which is super sad now recently there's more programs to like keep zoo animals that have been born in captivity and and, in just outsourcing from there or or sourcing from there so you're not taking wild animals anymore um there's it still happens but it, it happens a lot less frequently now Okay.
0: Uh, I think another thing that goes with that and how like they're like, you know, not probably not treated the best is a lot of these animals get shipped from zoo to zoo yep. to yep. mate because like say you have two tigers. They can't just keep mating and then those tigers keep mating with those babies because then pretty soon the incest comes and then any genetic mutations come with that. So you gotta take that tiger, ship it to somewhere else, have it mate somewhere else, and then ship it somewhere else and then have it mate somewhere.
3: And don't, don't you think they would be able to like I mean with science nowadays wouldn't they be able to just sell the sperm of that tiger to like another zoo instead of having to ship it and then probably and then yeah. just like I don't know from there but then
0: you would have to completely separate the males and the females from each other in the exhibits I
3: think and it is that have been more feasible separated.
0: is that a feasible thing to do to so completely I say so you have two tiger things to make it even smaller for in a row
1: Unless it's both females or both males, and yeah, that's yeah. That, like that, I don't know. But um, to the to the shipping point, you know, a lot of the reason why people like going to zoos is because they like to see the the baby animals, those the cute, you know, the cute little tiger cub or the the monkey. And um, I want to say it was in the fifties. There was a, a chimp named Maggie that was in a zoo in somewhere like Middle America. I want to say like the Kansas Oklahoma region Uh, and it was it it drew a a huge crowd it was was adorable but it got older and it wasn't as cute anymore so it got shipped all over the place and finally it got it was found at this like roadside zoo in like Arkansas and it was hairless because it was so uh, stressed out from all the moves and where it was at it was in a concrete pit hairless um and like it was basically like a depressed animal. And it's just like it's so hard to see. It had like five or six different stops in between before this like roadside zoo. It's so sad. I
3: mean it is yeah. it's depressing to think about and I I look at zoos two different ways. Um we mentioned that we used to go there like when we were like it was like first grade, second grade, we went to go see the animals. And that's what I really love about zoos is that, yeah, I, you you can show me a picture of a lion, a tiger, a bear, all these different animals, (laughs) but
1: (laughs) you beat me to it,
3: (laughs) but when you actually go to the zoo, you can see it up close. You can see how big, how majestic it is and like how strong and powerful they really are. I think that really puts it in perspective for younger kids. And that's why I'm like, I'm. I'm trying to take my niece to the zoo next week, the Cleveland one, just because I wanted to see all the things, and like I think that's really important, and it's like kids need to see that at a young age and know. But yet again, it comes at a detriment to all the animals that are in that zoo that are, they're, I mean they're in captivity and they are depressed, and like we can't just ignore that fact. I agree.
1: Um, another thing is like elephants. Elephants are, are a very social animal. They roam about fifty miles a day. Uh, a day. And a day. They roam about fifty miles a day. And they're they're that's in a, they're it's that's a Brand, you can look at me all you want. That's that's the that's the notation.
3: That's that's a lot. i
1: Okay, Marcus,
3: do you think you could walk? Anyways, 50 miles so what I'm in one saying day? is that <laughs> what? Do you think you could walk 50 miles in one day? I'm also not an elephant. No, but like you could probably walk their speed.
0: It's probably like six miles an hour.
1: I don't know. I'm just telling. That's the stat I saw. It's 50 miles a day. They're they're in huge herds, and when you're in a zoo, you're obviously not walking 50 miles, and you might have one other elephant with you. And so, like, I mean, that's just an example, but, like, that happens all the time.
3: Yeah, that they only have one or two other elephants to, like, talk to or be social with. Yeah, they do a
1: lot of talking. I think
0: the biggest tragedy with animals and, like, you know, really screwing them is the polar bear. I don't think polar bears should be in zoos.
1: Well, that's, that's another thing. It's not just polar bears, but, like... Like going back to the elephant, there was a one in Detroit that um, they had a huge like a really bad cold snap and it couldn't go outside because it would have died. And so it's just like any animal that faces extreme weather from what it's used to. So like an elephant in in Detroit or Minnesota or uh, Wisconsin or a polar bear in Florida. you know it's just like they're gonna it, it's not right to have them. Because yeah. you're 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 either going to kill it from depression, and I don't mean, like, it, it just – the lifespan just shrinks, or you're going to kill it because it shouldn't be outside, and it is.
0: Like, I was listening to the zookeeper, and it was talking about the polar bear, and again, this was in San Diego, so we're up in this, you know, heat when it should be cold, and it said, like, physically the polar bear was very healthy – uh, but since it's not cold, it doesn't need to eat as much nor build up all that blubber. So, I mean, the polar bear looked like a shell of itself and supposedly was healthy. But it just it just looks so sad.
3: Yeah. And that's like what what is the good Like, How how can we, I guess, balance the two between making these animals happy and showing youth and everybody like there's a whole other world out there than northeast Ohio or just San Diego with all these different creatures.
0: I think the issue lies more with showing other people the world and caring a lot less about the animals. Yeah. I think I don't because I don't think I don't think there's ever going to be an issue. Oh, we should like really care about these animals more and do what they we need for them. It's going to be no. We got to show these people more because that's what makes us money.
1: I think yeah. that people that are, are zookeepers and people that work at zoo zoos it, do you have the best intention for the animal like to keep it healthy and keep it like mentally fit but at the same time you just aren't able to do that like it would be in the wild yeah um i don't think like zoos are for profit most of the time um so, you're, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's still there to make money, but, like, I think the people that are there working with the animals do do care for them, and it's not just a, a paycheck.
0: Oh, no, for sure. Like, the zookeepers, like, the, the animals, the animals are their world. Right. Um. I had a really good question. Come back.
3: Come back to you? Yeah. I was, I was thinking about it, and I was like, Marcus, it would probably be a if... I was never allowed to leave my apartment again for the rest of my life. Like I think yeah. like that's what did be pretty accurate about.
1: I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: but I mean, we have all the technology to keep us active and engaged, but it's still like wear down after a year or so of just being stuck in this small area.
0: All right, so here's a good question: Endangered animals. How do you feel about their beings in a zoo?
1: Um, that's. I think that's kind of a catch twenty two because on one hand you're preserving them, on the other hand, like at what cost? Like you can't. It's hard to just release back into the wild. So like once you build them back up, how do? You, it's hard to like shoot like here you go like remember your instincts that you weren't taught. That's true, but they obviously became endangered in the wild. True. true. That's what I'm saying. Like you're yeah. preserving them. Did they, they? You become endangered. Be
3: <laughs> Do they become endangered because of us? In which case, I think we should do pre- breeding programs to try to boost their numbers. But yes, introducing them back to the wild once they're born is a difficult thing. Like, oh, I definitely I, think I don't know it's because of
0: us. Through deforestation and you know getting rid of their prey. Yeah. Just, just killing them for whatever God prayers, knows
3: what. Like make a carpet out of them. Yeah. That wasn't. That was simply us. That wasn't like an environmental factor. That
1: like the buffalo, the majestic buffalo. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I mean, for conservation purposes, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, the what was it? The koala just got put up, pull off the endangered species list like a few weeks ago.
1: The koala.
2: Yeah, yeah. and and that you know it's because so was, it the, was and, it the panda. It was,
1: one of, it was one of those. No, it Panda is now highly
0: threatened. Off. Not endangered, but highly threatened. I learned that this week too.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Pandas are finally oh, yeah. having sex again.
2: Shout out to our panda buds. Yeah. Cutting out.
0: Atlanta. Panda, panda, panda.
1: <laughs> so. Alright. Um, so yeah i mean obviously like zoos have a a darker side to them when you look at it through the lens of you know the animal's mental well-being but uh at the end of the day i think zoos are a good thing uh but it's i think again it's kind of they're all kind of catch 22
3: yeah what is uh your favorite zoo that you've been to that you San Diego. Well, yes. Well, we know yours is San Diego.
0: <laughs> I was in between San Diego and Cleveland. That was it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've only been. I had been to. I went to Cleveland a long time ago. Um, but I think volume wise, it's the big zoo I've been to. Um, so I'd probably go ahead and say that one. Okay. But the. The one in Niagara was like it was I don't know it's kind of weird like wasn't really a zoo but it had wild some wild animals and the same thing in in Greensboro, um, yeah I'm I'm probably gonna have to say Cleveland but I've heard Toledo actually has a really great zoo. Does is that like the only
2: good thing they have in that whole city?
3: (laughs) Don't they have like a safari in Tandusky? Which I've never. Uh, You meet Kalahari. No, it's like an actual safari <laughs> zone type thing. I don't know. Like for humans
0: with human trafficking? Because that's a thing in Toledo. That's Yeah,
1: a, yeah. that is a huge yeah. thing. That, that's, that's bad.
0: Do you guys prefer zoos or uh, aquariums? I prefer aquariums. Same.
1: But yeah. they're pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, just water animals. We just don't feel bad about the fish. Right, because unless it's an orca, you know, like, chances are it's got it's a sufficient amount of yeah. swim. Fish are creepy, dude. Fish are creepy. But If you,
2: like, you ever, like, actually look at a fish, and then even more so that if you look at, like, really deep water, wa- like, water life, they're creepy, creepy animals.
1: Like oh, the, yeah, the, like the deep like water the fish have no light. Oh, yeah, like,
2: shit gets weird down there.
3: Like bio-
1: that's one of my essence. favorite
0: fish, though the little fish that has that little antenna on its head with a lighting bulb to attract its little preys. Yeah, I think that the thing is called the angler fish. That one's
1: pretty... yeah. Yeah, there's some wild fish out. out there. Wild fish. Just think,
3: if you were the first person in a submarine, like down to that depth, and you just see something blinking off in the distance,
1: you For, you shit your pants.
3: Yeah, You're that's like, what I um... call an aquanaut. Awkward... I'd be like, I'm not the only one down here. And then you show up, and it's just like a small fish. And you're like, what?
1: It's it's a mermaid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is where they hide.
1: All right, guys. Does anybody have anything else to wrap up zoos? Um, No, just
3: I think they're important to society. And I think we're trying to make them better but we could be doing a hell of a lot more and yet it all comes down to money so
0: mm-hmm. it's an uphill battle
3: yep mm-hmm. I'm
1: kind
2: of anti-zoo but who doesn't like seeing a cool bear do bear things
1: do, do people things
2: even better <laughs> is sitting at it like a bench
3: <laughs> reading the newspaper with a yeah. top hat Brandon, what was that Twitter account?
2: There's literally a Twitter account called Bears Acting Human, but if you just Google like images Bears Acting Human, there is an astonishing number of pictures of bears sitting at picnic tables.
1: Yeah. It's all Yogi Bear, man. Yogi and Boo Boo. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to wrap that up uh, and move into our new segment. Um... And this is called. Yeah, I don't know if we came up with an actual name for this. Well, did we? Uh,
0: I believe it was called Ask Sopkeys.
1: Okay, oh, so it's called you Ask guys. Sopke's or Sopkeys Nose. I like that as well. well. We'll we'll nail down the details later. Uh, but the premise of this is uh, just to ask Sopko questions, random questions, uh, and we, we just want to. <laughs> We want, to, we want to test his knowledge set. Yeah. Would you like to...
0: All right. Uh, John, I need you to name five schools in the ACC. Can't. <laughs> Give it a try.
1: Nope. <laughs> Brandon, would you like to go?
2: Am I naming five schools in the ACC?
1: No, you got to ask John a question. Oh.
2: Um I was actually going to jump in on this earlier and I was just going to ask him randomly cuz when he mentioned tiger sperm I was going to be like, "Well, how are we going to get the tiger sperm?" But then I thought you guys were going to give me a bunch of shit about it. <laughs> so, I was just going to be like, "John, I want to know how you'd get the get the tiger sperm."
3: Um probably similar way that they get bull sperm. I don't like I mean, we've How done, do they get bull sperm? They have it just mount something and then there's like a collector at the bottom like it's it's been done it's been known yeah. or or other options they could possibly knock him out and then take a needle to like the testicles i don't know i'm not a scientist
2: i could have sworn he was gonna say knock him out and then just jerk off <laughs> no
0: <laughs> that's the dream man what if that's, that's your job dream.
3: Your, no, your, just what, your dream in jo- life is to jerk off tigers
0: you no, know, it's fun the dream fact. to be knocked out and wake up and you're just you, – you, you, oh, did I just – did I get off? <laughs>
1: what? So fun fact, um, bulldogs' chests are too big to mate, so you got to jerk off a bulldog <laughs> and artificially inseminate to get to get other, like, baby bulldogs. I did not know that. That's uh, This guy I know that worked at a pet store for, like, ten years told me that. <laughs>
0: So little Johnny, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to jerk off Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: want to jerk off tigers and lions and bears. Oh, oh my. my. All right, stop, I've got a two-parter. If you can get the first one, then the then the question continues. If you cannot get the first one, then the the second question does not matter. Yeah. The first question is, in the 2018 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers selected a quarterback. What is the name of said quarterback? Oh, I don't know.
3: And
0: that's your team.
1: What a great fan!
3: Oh, I like the sport, but I don't follow it twenty-four-seven. You don't need to. You had to
0: follow it one day out of the entire
3: year. <laughs> one, yeah. Day. Yeah, <laughs> one day. Yeah. I
0: even know your. I actually, even know his actually, name. That
2: was day two. So.
0: It's still it's still one day. <laughs> um. All right, I have a, since you couldn't figure out that question, John, can you at least tell me what ACC stands for?
3: Nope.
2: Ugh. That That's more acceptable, though. I, him not knowing five teams in the ACC or not knowing what it stands for is both reasonable, I think.
1: I, I think not knowing five teams in the ACC, if you pay the slightest attention to sports, you should be able to do that.
0: Honestly, you're right because knowing what
1: each stands for thing is is a little bit difficult. Three teams for
0: basketball that you need to know, and two teams for football, and that's literally it.
1: Oh, that's not true.
0: That's all. That's all you need to know, though. For five teams, there's two like there's two
3: good teams in football, and three good teams in basketball. Listen, hey, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I just like I don't know so. So I'm, not saying
0: I'm not saying you're hiding or you know dumb. I'm just saying, come on. Can you do the big ten?
3: <laughs> the big ten. Can you, you do the big ten? Five teams of the big ten? You want five teams of the big ten? Yeah. Well it's Ohio State, right? Michigan, I don't know if I could do five. Um is Oklahoma in Big Ten? No. No? No. No. Then no, probably not. You could
2: you could do this one if you just start naming colleges, you'll probably get most of them.
3: You, uh, Michigan State. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, Cincinnati's not it. No. No, but that's a good guess.
0: We've been to one of them.
3: Maryland. Yes. That's recent, but yeah. Yeah. Still in. Is it still in? Yeah.
2: Um, one more. Just pick a, pick. Just pick any
1: college.
3: <laughs> I already picked one college, and you told me no. Well, but yeah, that was a dumb
1: guess, though. You gotta think uh, geographically. That yeah. was, oh, the
2: Oklahoma was a bad guess. Cincinnati wasn't. No,
1: Cincinnati. Cincinnati was
2: You you were really on the right track with Cincinnati.
3: Yeah. Uh, Tennessee. Nope. No, no, you're going too far south. Too far south. Toledo's. No, Toledo's in the Mac. Oh, they're the Mac.
1: Big schools in our area. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Nope. No,
3: oh, that's that's also a fair guess, though.
0: <laughs> go a little further east in Pennsylvania.
3: A little. Further. They
2: used
0: to, They used to diddle kids. He's gonna go U Penn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's not draw. Let's not paint with a broad brush here. Not all of them diddled kids, okay? <laughs> well, it was yeah. it was one guy and a couple other guys that hit it for a yeah, while. I
3: and think, the I entire clergy in Pennsylvania.
2: I thought you were going to say not all. And I was like, well, I thought you meant schools. And I go, "Well, two schools in the Big Ten, if you count Michigan State."
1: Well, and, yeah, that's true.
0: And back to John's defense here. When he said Oklahoma, <laughs> he was only off by two. They're in the big 12. I asked about the big 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that will be a recurring segment. Uh, it won't happen every episode. We're going to try and just kind of catch Stockies off guard with them. So it's going to be most of the time, it's going to be some people suck. And then we'll just sprinkle this in every once in a while. Oh,
3: I was really ready for some people suck. So was I. I had one for some people suck. We, we, can, can, we
1: can do it. We can, we can do it for so. another
3: time. No, you did this. Surprise me. So, no. <laughs>
0: I have a good some people suck though So we should probably Alright let's
1: do, let's do some We're people prepared. suck <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright so I'll start Because this is definitely the most relevant out of all of us um, To those people Who make judgments And judge other people before actually Being in their shoes and realizing how difficult Something is uh, Those people suck So Mork I am sorry for any comments I ever made about you being late to any podcast Because the whole time change issue <laughs>
3: So
1: yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I suck. <laughs> you know how many times I had to plan not just podcast the things in a different time zone because you guys c- wouldn't like wouldn't bend at all. Like I just had to like plan everything an hour later, or hour earlier.
0: That's pretty much how I had to live this 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 day.
3: Uh, I'll go. Uh, trans- so, I recently found out about this whole part of the internet called crypto Poor. kitties. Porn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A whole new world just opened up yeah. for us. It's all we'll free,
3: guys! It's all free. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: shit you wouldn't believe it
3: but no I found you out about
0: seen this yet <laughs> have you seen this guys have you seen John at all this week <laughs> no I think he's locked in his room okay let the let him talk he's
2: gonna <laughs> he's gonna talk about Brazilian fart
3: porn or something yeah no um it's this whole subsection of the internet that buy and sell <laughs> things called crypto crypto kitties with fake digital money that they had to spend real money on, and one person bought the bought this thing for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Maybe they really like cats. That person sucks. No, <laughs> that person sucks. There's nothing, nothing useful about this whatsoever.
1: Well, that's the thing with cryptocurrency. Like, I just don't know what backs it.
3: Nothing. They spent 114 US dollars to, buying cryptocurrency to then buy this thing. And now it's probably worth, I don't know. Well, no, no,
2: no. I actually have a pretty good understanding of cryptocurrency. Um, It's backed by Stanley Nichols. actually <laughs> backed by Dwight and Butters dollars. <laughs> what's, yeah. the, uh,
1: what's the conversion rate from Stanley Nichols to, to Shroot Bucks? Same thing as Unicorns Leprechauns. cons. <laughs>
2: So, uh, for my some people suck. Mine's maybe oddly specific, and maybe no one else has had this issue. But I really hope you guys have. There is a couple homes in my immediate neighborhood that you know I'm driving down the road, and I get to the the cross section to get to turn like left or right onto the next street, and these houses that are on the corners of the street put shrubbery. On their corner of the yard. So I'm sitting at the stop sign and they have like fucking way high bushes impeding my view. So like I can't see out left or right like all that well. I have to creep out farther past the stop sign in order to get an adequate view to make a educated turn so I don't, you know, mm. deep on someone. And I've seen this in so many different places that I just can't wrap my head around the fact why people would do that. Like I can't tell you how many times I have like inched out like too far almost and there's a car come flying. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's not my fault. I am a jackass, but I'm not so much of a jackass that I'm just trying to see past this person's dumbass bushes and it just drives me crazy and I I just at my wit's end with it today. So anybody who's putting unnecessary shrubbery in their yards that hurts my eyesight and traffic, you suck.
0: 13-year-old Will's explanation for that is uh, they just want to be ding dung, ditched because that's a great hiding spot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My Some People Suck is to all of the Uber and Lyft drivers who engage you before you engage them. I'm all for talkative rideshare driver if it's something that, like, you can carry on a conversation about. Um, but yesterday, Sopkeys and I had just the most outrageous driver. Like the
3: amount of times, I—I I mean, I think we can say the word. Yeah, pussy yep. was um, said the by amount of times he said
1: pussy was just astronomical, I and mean, he was just talking about like different. He's he, he basically bragging about how like, how much sex he's had in his life, and because of Uber. Yeah, because of Uber. And um uh, no one uh, asked like the different no, we no I would never have asked about how much sex he's had in his life and the, the the different age groups and how they're um quote uh no I shouldn't quote this yet. But how, you know, how much how much how wet they get. And it was just it was disgusting and that guy and if he's not alone out there is is gross and I was fucked in every single way. Oh my god, it was awful.
0: So you're telling me there's Uber drivers that don't talk about that?
3: <laughs> it's shocking. I, I know. hope so. I honestly but hope at, so.
1: At one point, he was talking to us about like how, like he's been with all sorts. The rain. He's been with the rainbow and uh, the uh, the the older the older women are better because they just drip. And I was like, oh my, dude, dude, what just
3: that It might have and, been the most uncomfortable twenty minutes I've had oh in God. About fifteen fifteen years.
1: It was oh my, it was awful. I so, didn't need to know any
3: of that. Yeah. What?
1: So anyways, the Uber drivers, the rideshare drivers that talk like that. You suck. Did we rate him like any stars? I gave him a two. Okay. He has a four point nine seven as his total rating. Yeah, because he's out there laying pipe on all those girls. That's fair. That's fair. Dude, it, it, was, it was outrageous. I wanted to throw up when I got out. Yeah. So. Alright, well that will wrap this episode up. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Overheard the Bar or on Twitter or and Untab at Overheard ATB. Uh, or you can shoot an email at overheard a t t is two T as in timothy uh, at gmail.com um and we look forward to talking at you next week All